Antibody Apparel is clothing that keeps you in mind, keeping safety and health education at the forefront of their design. Antibody Apparel is made with love by a team of creatives and healthcare professionals who believe that conveying knowledge can empower the spirit through style and positivity. Antibody Apparel is all about quality, comfort, and style we can all depend on. So whether you need to be in a virtual meeting in five minutes or the dispensary in ten, throw on some antibody gear and you're good to go. Antibody Apparel is an expression of science through art. Follow them on Instagram at Antibody Apparel or visit them online at antibodyapparel.co. You got your smoke ready? I guess we don't have to smoke. Of course we have to smoke. It's part of the show. Hey, you've made it to the right spot. This is the Pot Smoking Moms podcast. We're so glad you're here. I'm Sunny D, your host, along with my homegirl, Captain J. Hello. Hey, if you enjoy our podcast, please rate, subscribe, reviews. Reviews are nice. We love reviews. I love reading reviews. Yes, please <laughs> review us. Share and be friends with us on all our social medias. Our website's very easy. It's potsmokingmoms.com. Everything's there. Our Patreon. You can go there and get some additional uh, content from us and just some, just like a little more intimate setting. Extra goodies. So uh, thanks for joining us. So we got a, we got something to smoke today. Yes, I am smoking some blue sunshine um, from Sunshine Cannabis. Some blue sunshine by Sunshine Cannabis. I am smoking. I believe it's Mandarin Dreams. I'm not too sure. It was in my grinder. That's really, oh, I, I hate, don't know. I it's hate it when that happens. I like. I'm like, oh, what was this? I don't remember what it was. I know, but you know what? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> Smoke it. You got it. You just put fire to it. Yay! Happy 420, everybody! Yes, this is our 420 show. You've made it to the day. It's Taco. What is Taco it? Tuesday? Taco 420. Tuesday 420. What is this? The meme that's going around is what we've been training for our whole lives, mm-hmm. our whole stoner lives. What we were really training for our whole stoner lives was our month long 420 last year that kind of got screwed, but. This year, um, more events are happening. I've been seeing like more things kind of going back to normal. Yeah, I'm excited for our 420 festival that we'll yeah. be attending this coming weekend. This weekend, we will yeah. be there. Saturday. Sarasota, come see us. Come stop by and say, say hi, hi while you're high. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited for that. And also just to meet all of our like homies, all of our Canna homies. They're kind of homies, you know, Pied Mom and all those and Ralph Mouth. Over yeah, Ralph's going to be there. Angie B- uh, Baker. We're going to see Green Terry Baker. and her husband. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Good time. Yes. And we will like report you guys. We'll get you little clips. Hopefully make little fun videos for you out there and not get shamed about all the non mask wearing. Because I think do you think we're past that. You think people will still shame my her? mask? I'm going to wear mine, too. But, you know, the video. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. 
Yeah, people might still have a cow. There's 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 going to be probably even less people wearing masks now because yeah, for sure because right they feel everything's back to normal. Yeah, but uh, we'll be there and that'll be fun. And we have a smoke sesh coming up for our patrons on May 8th. That's going to be yes. really fun, too. If you sign up to be a patron, uh, you can join us and we'll hang out with us. I had suggested, I don't know if we should do it the following weekend or not. Only two people commented on the patron post. Mm-hmm. Yanni said that she couldn't that weekend because she has her kids. So kid I was it. suggesting maybe the following weekend if it doesn't interfere with anybody else. Right. Um, we'll see. Let us know. Comment. Go back to the Patreon and comment on that post and let us know if the following weekend's better. Yeah. Also, um, later on in the show, we'll be talking to Becky Bex. You guys might know her as High Maintenance Female. She's on TikTok. That's where we found her. And we, she was on our game show. She was on our game show. We were immediately. She's on our For You page a lot. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we were immediately delighted by her mom, Canamomisms. Yeah. And she's, fun. she's really fun. We love talking to her and we got pretty baked and, and we will to go to Bonnaroo with her one day. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. We're still talking about Bonnaroo. That's not completely off the table. I don't know. I really want to go, but it's kind of maybe night next year. Maybe next year. Maybe next year. All right. Even though that lineup patrons is on that, Maybe we go out with all our patrons or yeah. something. Um, but yeah, listen to her interview uh, later on. She talks to us about creating a brand for for females that smoke, for women that smoke. And how about your week? It was your birthday. How was oh, your birthday? Yeah, it was my birthday. Uh, it was pretty great. I got to say, um, you know, my husband took some time off of work. We're actually going to go to the zoo tomorrow with the girls, nice. which is nice. Yeah. I hope it's not too hot. I know. It's getting hot again. I know. Um, I have a little fan I'm going to take. Hopefully that'll help. Um, but that'll be fun. And we went out to a fancy dinner last night. I, uh, we met up with some yeah, of our friends. Yeah, we saw you look so beautiful. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I figured out some eyelashes. I've been really on the hunt for eyelashes. I don't like those big giant ones that look like flappy feathers in your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I do like if I put on lots of makeup, I feel like if I you know, put makeup on my eyes, like a nice eyelash, know, eyelash and compliments it well. Right. And I, if I'm not going to wear my glasses, you know, yeah, it'd be silly to put eyelashes on and wear my glasses <laughs> and hide them. Yeah. But these are really cool. And I'm telling you, you know how I am. I know how you are. You rarely ever wear makeup. Mm-hmm. It is a pain in the ass. So mm-hmm. I completely know, you know, I get you. I rarely ever do wear makeup, but Man, these are so good. Like you it just you line your eyes with their liner. Yeah. And yeah, you got to maybe go over it a few times to get, get it. But it was so seamless. It looked it was, great. Yeah, it was great. And it didn't feel heavy and annoying. And I'm just really particular. I would probably wear more makeup if I knew how to put it on. But I, I, I guess I don't care enough to take the time to learn how to put it on. I feel like we need to go on a mission Make it a mission because I'm sure there's other uh, other moms that listen to us that maybe like makeup, like the way they look, but they don't, you know. I'm thinking about doing the selfie face thing and sending it to Becky Bex for her little yeah palette thing because yeah. she does makeup. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we should see if our audience is interested in maybe talking about makeup and stuff because... 
It is. It's really, you know, with the contouring and stuff, it could I be a nothing. lot of shit. I know nothing. Yeah, it could be, a, it could be <laughs> very overwhelming. There's a lot of things you could do. And man, I've seen some people transform. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. You can look like a completely different person yeah. when you do the makeup right. But, um, yeah, we went out to a fancy dinner, had some, I got kind of, you know, drank some nice drinks. Wow, drinks. I know. I, I, we went to a nice restaurant, and then I met up with my theater friends, you know, and it was like they haven't gone out either, so we were all just very happy to exist. To see other faces and be out and about. Yeah, and see each other in the flesh and, like, talk and... yeah. Enjoy like we used to, kind of. Well, that's good. I'm glad you had a happy birthday. Yes, thank you. And oh my god, the video you guys made! <laughs> I was crying like a bitch at Starbucks. I was like, "Yes, mission accomplished." Oh made my the god, the guy, the guy. <laughs> I had my mask on at the drive-through, but my was my like uh, tears were coming out of my eyes, and he was looking at me with like this uneasy smile of like, "Do I? Do you need Are help?" You okay? <laughs> Should, do you want? Do you need more than just coffee? What's your deal? And then I had to pull over and like, and then absorb it all. But thank you, that was so amazing. Honestly, this whole thing has been and wild. so many more people. I'm sure would have contributed to that video had I been able to post it on our PSM account. I only posted it about a, about it on my pot smoking mom J account, which I don't really use. It's only for when we do lives together. Right. So only some people follow that one. I think people should follow that one. I mean, just in yeah. case. I mean, if you really, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't really post on it and promote on it because I posted about your birthday video on there. I posted a picture in my timeline just to like, so people see me and like, so I show up on people's feed so they'll see it. Yeah. And um, I sent a DM to some people, but I was like, I know I'm going to forget people because I'm a stoner. So let me make sure to put in my stories. Mm -hmm. And I try to like friend some people like I unfriended Pot Smoking Mom J from the PSM account. So you wouldn't see me post about the video. So (laughs) tricky. So tricky. And it's funny because we're so women are so. I was putting the pieces together that we weren't going to go to dinner by ourselves last yesterday. And it was like he had made a comment, oh, about like um, getting like taking the edible um, olive oil uh-huh. and like giving it to everyone. And I was like, everyone. everyone. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, who's everyone? No, that's for me. <laughs> and then later on in the car on the way there, he gets a text message and he goes, oh, all day. And now is when they want to text me. Uh He's like, who is he talking about? Then I look and I see the names of my friends and I go, oh, this bitch is. I'm like, oh, damn, it's going to be the everybody because I had zoomed with them the night before my, yeah. on my birthday. We had they have made a really nice Facebook post. And um, and then I was like and then um, my friend Diane was like goofing around in the text. And I was like, hey, if you guys are around, let's smoke like let's get on Zoom or whatever. Yeah. And then we got on and we were talking and they knew the whole time that we were supposed to go to dinner the next night. And we we're sitting there talking, talking, nothing. talking. They said nothing. They did good. They did good. And then uh, and then I figured everything out. And then I was so embarrassed right before they got there because I go, God, I wore the same outfit to one of the couple's weddings. <laughs> So the like, last time you saw them, you were wearing the la- that. Yes, the last time I saw them, I How was do you wearing even remember that? that. I guess you're like, what was the last time? I it, saw was them? Their, oh, it was their. It was their wedding. wedding. Oh shit! I was wearing yes. this, <laughs> and it was funny because we were at the table, and I go, oh god, 
And and my husband goes, what? And I go, nothing. And then when they get there, they start laughing because they're like, they're like, hey, surprise. And I was just like, hey, what's up? Laughing. <laughs> but not like, oh, my God. And then they were like, oh, this bitch find, found out. Like, of she course. knew already. Too smart. Men are not as sneaky, I guess. Huh? Men are not as sneaky as I good mean, as whatever. <laughs> we're not. I'm not sneaky. At hiding but a, we're a surprise. Like, man, can... we're sharp. We pick up on shit. Yeah, we do. We have like, we have a, is it a fifth sense? Six. Six sense. Or is it? <laughs> six is the sixth sense. are like, how many senses do you have, bro? I don't even remember right now. We're just trying to keep up with this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> did you press record? <laughs> I sure did. See, Thankfully. See our recent TikTok. See, our, <laughs> yeah, see recent TikTok for inspiration. Uh, but we love this next segment. <laughs> the only news you're into because... Like, who needs to watch news all the time? <laughs> it's so depressing. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> kind of. Oh. You're green. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> we talked about this on our TikTok. Uber plans to jump into the weed delivery game after federal legalization in the U.S. What huh. do you think about that? I don't know. How would that work? I mean, I guess it's legal, so it would just be like. It would just be like they're picking up a pizza. For you or something. So there's going to be a delivery fee and service fee. They do alcohol now. Yeah, yeah. you're going to get taxed on, taxed on, taxed on, taxed on. Are you kidding me? How much How is your weed going to cost? How are they going to determine when they, you know, actually I've never Uber-eated um, alcohol. Uber oh, um, I mean So neither. when they do, I'm assuming they check for ID because how do they know... I think you have to scan your ID or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Like into the app. That makes sense. So maybe they would have something like that. Because how do they know they're not delivering to an underage person? I don't know. There's so many caveats of what the what ifs. And I mean, basically, it's like the article just talks about how like, yeah, sure. Once it's federally legal, which is like, yeah, sure. Once it's federally, federally legal, the sky's the limit. What can you do? You don't even need to have them. I mean, like you, there's so many other options. Even yeah, dispensaries exactly. would even be offering. Well, that's what I'm delivery. saying. Like, is it even needed? Won't most dispensaries probably already offer their own, their own delivery? I would it think, depends. I because think the look, people that would use Uber for weed delivery is like, maybe like weed maps, kind of like you're visiting a place and you don't know all the dispensaries around there. And let me just open Uber and look for what weed deliveries are around here. And that's easier because you don't yeah, know the area. Okay. It just comes up on the app. Whatever, but for local, like in my hood, I'm I'm probably gonna have the dispensaries. I already know they probably already have their own delivery. Like I don't. Yeah, see. I mean it really depends too because uh, some of the deliveries out here are kind of ridiculous, like tax, like pricey. Yeah, like you have to or order you have to wait a day. You have to order two hundred for free delivery, so you have to order two hundred dollars worth of stuff. Which I mean, I guess if you order concentrates that's, and you really go ham, truly, like you can order stuff. Well. Or if not, it's 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. But we, I mean, I don't know. We went out to Naples and Vitacan was, uh, or Vitacan. I just hear Pothead Mom correcting me and shit <laughs> on that one. Uh, whatever the name of that center is. 
they like have $50 and it was like free delivery. And I was like, shit, I'd be delivering every other day. I'd oh my God, deliveries on the daily. We need a Vitacan out here. Yeah, we do. Did I, say I really right? liked, I say Vitacan. No, I think Vitacan. I think it's Vitacan. I think it's Vitacan. <laughs> But uh, they, you know, the flower there was pretty good. Yeah, it was. I, I really did like it. We need one here. I know. That would be great. We need ones closer, too. We got to go kind of far out to get shit. We got to go to fucking Dayland today. <laughs> go to Stutera. Four more states could still legalize marijuana this year after New Mexico, New York, and Virginia. Because nobody wants to be lose out, out on some money. <laughs> Nobody wants to leave money on the table. People be crossing they borders. See all these other states legalizing it. They're like, wait, 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 wait. Yeah, they're like, oh, let's keep that money in here, like Connecticut. All our neighbors? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there are two legalization proposals being considered in the Connecticut legislature, including one that's backed by Governor Ned Lamont. The governor's bill cleared the Judiciary Committee, a competing measure from Republican, or no, rep, sorry, rep, Representative. Robin Porter was approved in the Labor and Public Employees Committee last month. Lamont said on Wednesday that if lawmakers fail to pass a marijuana reform bill, he expects voters to decide on the issue via referendum. House Speaker Matthew Ritter said last year if the legislature isn't able to pass a legislation bill, he will move to put a question on the state's 2022 ballot that would leave the matter to voters. Ritter put 50-50 odds on lawmakers getting the job done this year themselves, however. If cannabis does end up on the ballot, though, it would likely prove popular as a poll released last month found that 66% of Connecticut adults favor legalization. Of course. And the same percentage of respondents back expunging prior cannabis records. Duh. Another state is Delaware. A bill to legalize marijuana for adult use in Delaware was approved in its first House committee last late last month. The legislation filed by Representative Ed Osensky passed the House Health and Human Development Committee and a 10 to 5 vote despite vocal opposition from some Republican members of the panel. The bill, as introduced, would establish a regulated commercial cannabis system and tax sales at 15%. Home cultivation for personal use, however, would remain illegal. Boo. Boo. For real. GTFO. <laughs> That's a lot of booing. I didn't think it was going to be that long. Sorry about the that. The sponsor has stressed that the proposed legislation is the first step and it will be subject to revisions in its next panel, the House Appropriations Committee. So maybe they'll change that. They, yeah, they should. Minnesota. Minnesota. Four House committees have already approved a bill to legalize marijuana in Minnesota. And Majority Leader Ryan Winkler, sponsor of the reform legislation, said that it will move through its remaining committee's stops by the end of April, setting the stage for action in the full chamber in May. It would allow adults 21 and older to purchase and possess up to 1.5 ounces of marijuana and cultivate up to eight plants, four of which could be mature. There we go. The House Environment and Natural Resources Finance and Policy Committee was the latest panel to advance the bill. Before that, the Agriculture, Finance, and Policy Committee, Workforce and Business, Development, Finance, and Policy Committee, Labor, Industry, Veterans, and Military Affairs, Finance, Policy Committees, and (laughs) Commerce. I'm so tired already. (laughs) So many committees. Policy Committee. Approve the proposal. Its next stop will be the Judiciary, Finance, and the Civil Law Committee. Wow. And the Holy Shit Committee. (laughs) 
still, even if the legislation uh, does make it all the way up to the House, it's expected to face a significant challenge in the Republican-controlled Senate, where lawmakers have signaled that they're more interested in revising the state's existing medical cannabis program than enacting legalization of adult use. Winkler, meanwhile, said in December that if Senate Republicans don't go along with the policy change legislatively, he said he hopes they will at least let voters decide on cannabis as a 20... 20- 22 violent Like, measure. if we're not going to get it done, at least let the voters decide. Yeah, they'll, they'll decide. So another one is Rhode Island. A pair of Rhode Island Senate committees held a joint hearing on two marijuana legalization proposals this month, including one proposed by the governor. Senate Majority Leader Michael McCaffrey and, uh, and Health and Human Services Committee Chairman Joshua Miller, Miller are leading the separate legalization measures. Both plans allow adults 21 and older to purchase and possess up to one ounce of marijuana. However, only the lawmakers' bills provides. Well, however, only the lawmakers' bills provide a homegrown option, with the governor's stipulating a series of fines and penalties for personal cultivation of any number of plants. So the mm-hmm. difference is, one is okay with it, one is not okay with it. With homegrown, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you can't stop it. So, <laughs> yeah, I figured that out now. Uh-huh. The proposal I got are, it under control. The proposals are notably different than the proposal proposal from the governor Gina Raimondo had included in her last budget bill. Prior to leaving office to join the Biden administration as Commerce Secretary, she called for legalization through a state-run model. House Speaker Joseph Shikari Shikarchi. Shikarchi. Shikarchi has said he's absolutely open to the idea of cannabis legalization and leads towards a private model. Mm. So, yeah, that's four more states that are looking to probably getting it done. I mean, pretty yeah. soon the whole map will be green. Yeah. And then um, at that point, what do you, I mean, what? <laughs> Federally, they're going to be like, I guess you guys, but I Jesus, guess at this point, fine. You guys, over half of you almost have already pushed this through. I guess let's just, we want our money too. Yeah. Jesus. Then we want our piece of the pie. Right. We'll see. I'm telling you, um, doesn't it seem like it's going fast? All these states yeah, are just going green. Like everybody's like, it's like another one, another one, another one bites the dust, another one green, another one smokes, another one smokes a blunt, another one smokes a blunt. Are you saying blokes the blunt? Smokes the blunt. Oh, it sounds like you're saying another states blunt to blunt. No, smokes the blunt. Okay. Yeah, they're gonna go back around and say it again, right? Another state smokes the blunt. Smokes the blunt. Come on. Another state smokes the blunt. Another state smokes the blunt. Hey! Where did you go? Oh my god. Hey! (laughs) True. Miami-Dade residents complain about Curaleaf marijuana farm odors and emissions and noise. Curaleaf, a cannabis company, has more than 30 greenhouses just west of Chrome Avenue. 
um, a local resident there, Yvette E. Blackwell Gomez. And Casa La Pings. <laughs> She's an attorney, and other neighbors have complained that the greenhouse's exhaust fans near the corner of Southwest 170, 187th Avenue and Grossman Drive are spreading the odor of marijuana. So, you wanna? It's so funny. You want to go out there and like? I want to drive out there and smell it for myself because after hearing what these people are describing, they're like, "Oh, our kids can't play outside." Yeah, it's so bad. I'm like, I want to know how bad it smells. Like, and I kind of believe them. I believe it too. Like, let's play this clip. Okay, right. A farm in South Miami Dade are raising a stink tonight. They say the smell of pot is so strong that their kids can't even play outside. Local tents Lane Livingston live now with the exclusive for us. <laughs> I mean, These neighbors I spoke I'm with sure today, they bad. invite you to do a couple of things. One, check out the sign that they've got posted oh here. Oh, the relief does not care about us. Here. They also take you or ask you to take a drive down 197. I want to drive. I want to drive yeah, by there. Just inhale and smell the marijuana that they've been smelling over the past. And smell la 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 la. They're also hoping someone does something soon to nip it in the bud, pun intended. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> huh. I want to remind them every day that what I'm smelling. Reporter now, jokes. So up went that must be Yvette. Yvette Blackwell Gomez <laughs> lives off Southwest 192nd She's Street, like right across from a the Hispanic Karen. Carmen. 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 All day. It's in your garage. It's in your house. It's in your car when you pass by. How would you feel? You'd be offended. It's that close to, to residents? Because <laughs> the smell is, it's nauseating. Before it nauseating like a freight train. Now you I smell it? it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's not so much that they're growing weed, it's that the smell is so strong that it's overbearing. If no one wants to live uncomfortable, no one wants to not be able to go outside and play and like be with their family and their dogs because of marijuana. That's ridiculous. And like the sign says, it's not just the marijuana smell, but the noise. Oh. Then look, listen to the generators. You hear that? It's ridiculous. Oh my god, that all would be annoying. All night. Sky 10 How close are they to homes? The expanding operation. Yeah, and they have the like neighbors say the reefer really started reeking relentlessly. <laughs> reefer started reeking relentlessly. It's like how many R's can I put it in there? So far. Cuz they're not doing enough to solve. Oh, this part the is gonna, gives me Like I don't feel like they're doing anything. No one wants to touch this top potato this because it's a 3 billion dollar company. A CureLeaf spokesperson says the company passed a county inspection, including an odor test, just this week. <laughs> oh, look, test. they passed an odor test. I wonder what the odor test consists of. They probably of. paid it. <laughs> the generators are temporary until the electrical system can be upgraded. We just wanted to stop. Oh, okay, so now, the generators are temporary, today, but like... Yeah. Right now, not a day more. Oh. This, I have taken care of that lady. Oh, here's CureLeaf's response. This before. afternoon we it's got from nice. CureLeaf, it says... CureLeaf cares about the communities in which we serve, and upon learning last week about the concerns expressed by some of our neighbors in Homestead, we reached out to listen and evaluate their feedback. We are internally evaluating the neighborhood's feedback and potential ways to alleviate some of their concerns. In the meantime, we've also heard back from com- District 9 oh Commissioner Fiona McGee's office. I don't know. I think we should drive out there, and we should do some correspondent... <laughs> Or we can get a correspondent. Do we know anybody that lives out there that can report for us live? <laughs> I know. Any any pot smoking moms in uh in, in by Chrome? Like what was it? Chrome in 187. Yeah, if you're out there and you want to be a correspondent for uh, for, for, for news nugs. Oh, Actually, no, I, love you, I love you. I love you. I love you in Miami. <laughs> we can but, put on news nugs. Yeah, it would be you know. Okay, so look. 
it has to be overwhelming if it's that many plants. I mean, there was a lot of yeah, there's a lot of greenhouses there. or whatever and grow houses. The thing is, I didn't realize it was so close to like residential homes. Like, for example, uh, a coffee factory. When you drive by it, you smell coffee. Right. A bread factory. When you drive by it, you smell bread. So, like it's on that, people probably true. don't mind those smells so much. I guess, or they're, for example, um, Bustelo is in Doral. Yeah, but it's more in really, an industrial area, and, and like, sm- and it smells like. Like, listen, I love the smell of coffee. Yeah. But the smell from that place is like burnt coffee. It's very overwhelming. It is very strong every it's time I pass by strong, there. super strong, yeah. yeah. So how about that? People don't complain about that? I know. That is true, though. Bread, I mean, oh, so delicious, though. I the know. I'd be like, I don't want to eat bread yeah, all the time. I, I can't say, you know. I, I don't know. I'm really curious how much it smells. I want to drive by there. I'd be like... Oh, it smells like my house here. Smells <laughs> <laughs> just like house. I smell. I don't know, time. but like, man, they're very angry about. They're that. very upset, <laughs> but there's like you can't play outside. They're saying like, I mean, I don't know. I've sometimes there's plants that smell stinky. Other flowers that smell exactly. Stinky. There's other native plants to Florida that smell. Very similar to, to cannabis. Like, uh, we have a park here that when I walked through it before, I could have sworn I was smelling weed. And I, I figured out it was some of the plants that are there that kind of smell like it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's these when they're, they had these little buds on it. But it wasn't, it's not weed, they're but it smells like it. Yeah, yeah. When they're blooming. I know what, I think I know the smell you're talking, the plant you're talking about. Yeah. But like, I don't know, man. That one lady, that was the lawyer lady. Yeah, she was aggressive. She, man. Now, today. She, she was like, she's like the Cold customer service and... nightmare. I'm telling you. <laughs> After li- she was like, having PTSD I, watching that. I swear I did. I, I feel like, oh my God. I've remembered, I've remembered instances where customers have been absolute total trash to me, have treated me like total garbage. And that's like traumatizing. Yeah, there was a time where I remember I was like, yeah, hormonal, you know, but at the same time, someone really ripped into me, a customer, you know, you can't really fight back. I mean, you can, but if you want to keep your job, you don't. And I had had to leave work early and I had to take like three days mental health day. I was so fucked from that. Yeah, it was really, it was very stressful. It's hard. Oh, my God. It sure is. And weed is weed is perfect for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We really made a difference. I did not have weed that day. Oh no, no wonder. Yes. <laughs> Maybe was, if you had smoked during your lunch oh, break that day, you would have been my fine. God. <laughs> but that lady, that lady causes nightmares. I don't know. Maybe it's just like yeah, the Karen, right? The one hundred and eighty seventh Avenue and Grossman Drive. Let's do it. Let's drive out there, D. Yeah, let's do it. Let's drive out there and it's far, bro. And do a report <laughs> and on the scene and report. What is it? Investigative report. Oh my! We gosh. should interview those same ladies. Oh no! A la you daily show style. That, that lady, Yvette. I don't know. I know. I would probably. I might pee my pants if I talk to her. <laughs> I would just be like. I would be traumatized. I don't think I could talk to her without no, like, thank freaking you. out. Maybe we could find, I mean, like, maybe we could just go to a park by there and see how bad it smells and interview anybody that's there. And that's there. All right. <laughs> Stay tuned for our investigative report. We're not going to do of it. Of the curly greenhouses <laughs> smell that reek repugnantly. Oh, I didn't even know. That guy was like, 
Every R word. Let's just throw it together. Re- what is it? Reeking relentlessly? Yes. Reefer reeking relentlessly. <laughs> that guy is stretching. What? <laughs> you get my joke? You get my drift? <laughs> Whatever, guy. Okay. Unintended. Unintended. Well, uh, this next interview, I really hope you like. Uh, you've already gotten to know her if you've seen the uh, High Five game show. Uh, she was a contestant on our last game show. And if you follow us on TikTok, TikTok, I'm sure you follow her. Yeah, for sure. She's High Maintenance Female on Instagram and TikTok. And here's our interview with Becky Banks. We hope you enjoy. Look at that blunt. Is that a blunt? I rolled this in three minutes. I put wow. the kids down and I was like, oh, oh my God. It's almost nine. Can I roll a blunt in three minutes? And I was like, I can. It's not that great, but I can. It looks good from here. It's like when I get my nails done, when I I do my own nails, it looks good from far away. You don't got to get all close. I got my 420 nails. Oh, nice. nice. Those are pretty. I'm going to go get my nails done tomorrow. I had to. I was like, oh, my God. I got to get them green. The lady was like, what? Like, just do what I'm asking. Yeah. Well, I don't know why nail ladies, I get anxiety to go to the nail. I never, I rarely go to get my nails done. I hate done. getting my nails done, but I love having my nails done. Right. Like, but I, I get like, anxiety. I like having nice nails, but I don't like going through the process. But do mm. you have anxiety? Like, do, don't you, do you feel weird? I kind of feel weird sometimes. Is that why what you do don't you go, Jay? Yeah, that's why I don't I go and feel... end up biting all my nails off instead. If I have my nails done, I don't bite them. And they come out, yeah. they start growing, they're nice, they're long, whatever. But I just hate going to the nail salon. I hate the time it takes. I hate when they shame me for eating my cuticles. That's what I mostly fucking hate. Oh, they, I, I never have been shamed. You've never been for- na- like nail shamed? Like if you bite your nail or something's like, you know, probably because you don't no, mind. I mean, I- there's some, like, usually there's a language barrier at the place. Right. So we do like small talk, chit chat kind of thing yeah and i don't even want Most to talk that much just... i go to our our latin ladies not so they're no language barrier See, I yeah love so the they talk too much they talk too much i remember getting my yeah, yeah, i don't like to be talked but, to. that's probably the problem yeah that's probably the problem going there yeah you need to yeah. not don't see a cuban lady like to, talk. to get your nails done do not do it with a cuban lady i had a cuban lady like open up and tell me all about her life and i was like girl <gasps> i just want to get my nails done i don't want to hear about your like i'm sorry but i don't want to hear about your <laughs> troubles <laughs> i'm trying to get away from mine bitch yeah, i don't need to hear about yours <laughs> You're stressing me out. Yeah. No, but I was talking to my friend today because I wanted to get this design and stuff. And I was like, I just wish I could just sit and smoke like that place in what Oklahoma nail hybrid or hybrid nails or something. I'm sure there's places in Colorado and I'm sure everywhere where it's recreational, they have like nail shops that you can just go chill and smoke and get your nails done. Well, I I mean, I think it depends on the state because some of them have like rules on like what kind of places you can smoke in. Yeah. Like it has to be a club or whatever. And you have to have a membership or I don't know. That's how it is in masks, I think. We're still medical here. Connecticut. Yeah, we're still medical here. Same in the oh, medical yeah. boat here. Yeah, right. That's right. Get it together, Connecticut. Everybody like get it together. together. I know, but it's like really the all the whole U.S. as a whole needs to just get that shit right. together. Just be 
Exactly. I like that joke where they're like, I thought we're the United States of America. Why is like (laughs) not, why are we smoking weed in some states? So Becky, how much, how long do you think it's going to take before it's legal federally? How far away from that do you think we are? I want to say like five years. Five? You think it's going to take shorter? I think, I say two. I think it's going to be less. I say two. I just feel like so many states every week we've been having, like this last week we had three states. Like, yeah. All these states are just starting to get with it. And it, like the federal government is going to want to make their money too. So True. they're going to eventually just give up, <laughs> give up the fight. I, I don't know. I, I mean, sometimes I'm like, it's taking forever, <laughs> it's taking too you long. know, but at the same time, my 16-year-old self never would have thought that we would be where we are right now. You know, like I used to bug out, like I'm going to be that old lady that like hangs out outside the high school trying to get weed. I'm not going to be able to find it, you know, but that's not true. Like, you know, that's a huge weight off my shoulders. I know. It's like, <laughs> I can't I, believe how far we've gotten. So 16-year-old you, then uh, when did you start smoking? How old were you? When did you first smoke some weed? I was 15. 15 and you know what's so funny like I smoked a few times and I didn't get high you know the age-old story and I was like I don't get it like drugs are bad because I don't get it you know (laughs) I had my brother pick me up from a party because they were smoking weed and then like one time when I just at a party it like you inhaled you know what that could very well be properly inhaled properly inhaled (laughs) And I, I seriously was like, wow, like this. Maybe also the timing was just sense. right. You know, it just was almost like, yeah, good atmosphere, good people. Mm-hmm. I do believe that that has so much to do with like, a lot of people are like, oh, I get anxiety. It's like, well, where are you smoking and who are you smoking with? Because that's probably going to give you anxiety. Yes, definitely. It's a huge part of it. So, but yeah, 15. And then I remember too, I was like, I'll probably do this for the rest of my life. And I, I, I followed through on, that's one thing I'm <laughs> following through on. <laughs> man, I don't you... follow through on like a whole bunch, but that is one thing I've committed to. Hey man, look at that. I mean, it just, it counts though. Look at us. Look at us going full force. Look at us. We should do that sound. No? That TikTok sound. Look at us. Look at us. Who would have thunk? We would, we would, we're still stoners, <laughs> stoners for life. We're getting tattoos tomorrow. How'd you come up with high maintenance female? That's like a great name. Oh, thank because you. I love that name. How'd you come up with it? You know, I don't know. I don't even really know. I think I was just kind of tossing around just different names. And I feel like high maintenance, being a high maintenance person, right, is always like a bad connotation. But if you think about it, like it just means that you like, you're taking care of yourself and recognize that like things need maintenance you know, if you buy something and you don't maintain it, it's going to go to shit. Right. So I don't know why we kind of like looked down on that and then how it kind of like worked together with, so I'm a hair, nails, makeup kind of girl, but then I'm like a smoke every day kind of girl. So I love how those two concepts kind of came together. And then really over probably the last 10 years, just really kind of on more of like a spiritual 
journey kind of like met some people have gotten me in touch with my spirit guide. So like almost this third layer of like a high maintenance female, like spiritually kind of like elevated. So elevated on like a bunch of levels, you know, <laughs> coming all together. I like it. So spirit guides, does that mean you meditate? I do when I can. I mean, you guys know you got two little kids. It's yeah. Like impossible to meditate. So um, I do have my little cards. I like to do these. So I take like a little bit when I can smoke, relax. I love East Forest uh, listening to him. And so I'll do that and kind of like pull some cards and see what happens. I don't know. It's like my first deck and I'm not super knowledgeable, but it, I think to me, it helps keep me like positive and um, like looking forward and not dwelling too much on like, you know, stuff that might've happened or giving you a new perspective on the day or what might've happened, you know? So perspective is so to... important. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I, I, sometimes I just kind of, uh, I have like, I don't have anger issues, but I'm very passionate. So sometimes I have to like pause and consult with different people <laughs> to see what they think. Yeah. Before I make a terrible decision. <laughs> But that's good because like, at least you recognize that you're not just making a, like you're taking a moment to make the decision, you know? Yeah. I recognize that sometimes I can be a little bit much. So how, um, how open are you with your cannabis use in your family? Does everybody like accept it? Are they, they know what you're doing? They, they know about your business. Everybody know how, how is it for you? So I pretty, like pretty early on was like, I'm just a stoner. Like I, like, I think, I feel like all through high school, people kind of like thought maybe, I don't know, maybe not. Maybe, I don't know. You don't look like a stoner. You do not. Yeah. So I got to a point, (laughs) I was, I was like pretty hippie, like a little hippie dippy in high school. Right. And then when I moved to Florida though. Fort Lauderdale. I got Fort Lauderdale lies. Right. <laughs> so I was like full blonde. That's like, so I kind of grew up, I had two older brothers and like kind of grew up not, not um, tomboyish, but not super girly. And then when I moved to Florida, I feel like I kind of in my twenties got that girliness um, smoked all throughout. And so I think when I came back, I think I've always been really open with my parents. My parents have always known, always been like against it. They don't, they do not, do not, do not. Like, um, we never talked about it, like never anything, but they've always known my brothers. I think everyone's just kind of known. Cause I've never really, really hidden it. As we, we had all different levels of openness, right? Like before we started this pot, pot smoking mom's account or whatever, my mom always knew I smoked and my brothers obviously knew, but I, my dad never knew. I never told, I mean, my dad always kind of knew, but I never was like open with him about it. Like talked, like said, yeah, I smoke weed every day, dad. <laughs> um, so doing this podcast really opened all that more. And then there's still people in my family what I just would not ever talk to my, them about it. Cause there's really no need. Like my grandmother, she wouldn't understand. Abuela does not need to know. She doesn't need to. She does not need to know. <laughs> it's fine. If she finds out, I'll explain it to her and whatever. It'll be okay. But I'm not going to be the one telling her. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I, was, I feel like I've kind of like people know if I like my parents know because I've talked to them. I don't really necessarily hide it too much. Like, like I would love to wear high maintenance female and like cannabis stuff, like in clothing and stuff like that everywhere. But I understand that like some, that might not be like appropriate everywhere, like school pickup and stuff. Um, but like, if, I would love to be able to talk to everybody about it. So I think I'm at a point now where I, I'm not going to hide it but I'm not like super open about it. If you stumble across the high maintenance female or you ask what I'm doing, that's what I'm going to talk to you about. Um, but I, I don't, I don't know how many people really know or don't know in my family and stuff like that. I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> like your did mom that answer, doesn't know? That did not answer your question at all. Like your mom doesn't know? But, oh, my parents know. Yeah. I don't think they know I smoke every day. Right, right, right. You don't Mom get into specifics. We don't need to get into specifics <laughs> with them. They don't need, they don't get it. Yeah. You know what? I'm at a point. Yeah. And I, I'm, I, I don't know a ton about the medical, like about cannabinoids and terpenes and all of that. Um, but I, yeah, I do consider myself an advocate for marijuana and to show you that you can still be really um, focused and motivated and successful um, and still partake every single day if that's what you choose to do. And I feel like part of me has always been like, let me show you what I'm doing. And then, oh yeah, by the way, I was stoned the entire time I did that. It's almost kind of like impressed and then be like, did you know? And then kind of, then you can kind of tie the conversation in and, you know, there's the proof, you know, just kind of like proving people wrong, kind of breaking that stereotype. Yeah. There's so many stereotypes around it. Yeah. We could be res- great, responsible moms and, you know, run our shit and, and run a business and be very, very productive and smoke weed all day. It was one of the reasons that I kind of like developed high maintenance female was because, you know, you think about stoner culture and like, I like calling myself a stoner. Like that's, I, I identify, that's just the term I've always used. And so often it's like Seth Rogen, Jim, James Franco, like, um, <clears throat> you know, for me, Jim Brewer, you always think, or half baked and there's no women in there. You know, there's no women representation and if there was a woman representation, would it be like a lazy pizza eating female just hanging out on the couch? Like, and to me, like at this point, I feel like the female representation in the cannabis community is strong. Like, I think there's the majority is women. And even in the business itself, it's the first industry that's like women led. Um, And, and still when you represent this, like when you think of a uh, cannabis user or you think of a stoner think of like this you know what society has kind of like shown us is like this like spicoli <laughs> yeah yeah it's just like it's all the same. it's all the same right and so I think it's just important to kind of be like that's not that is just one little iota of what yeah. a stoner really is and there's a whole other side of yeah those of are, that's a drop in a bucket cannabis. yeah like a whole lot of moms you know? a whole lot of parents too 
Mm-hmm. I think there's yeah, a lot those, of a whole lot of moms, that, a whole lot of moms that stay in there, that stay in the closet still too, who don't really mm-hmm. say much. There's all types of people in the closet. There's professionals that are in the closet because you know because of their reputation and whatever industry or business that they're in. If it's of a financial matter or something like that, they're not going to be openly you know, saying they're a pothead and they manage a bunch of people's money or whatever. They're, I don't know if I want to trust, you know, a pothead. There's stigmas behind it. So there's all sorts of people in the closet. And you're right. You, to be an advocate, you don't have to know everything about all the medicinal uses of it, all the cannabinoids, what it does, what it does. It's just about normalizing it and just being like, hey, yeah, I'm a stoner and I get shit done. I'm a productive. I'm a good mom. I'm a business owner, a productive member of society. And I smoke weed doing it. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. Say it proud, girl. (laughs) Hell yeah. It's funny because like I grew up in a smaller, like this town was like 40,000 people, right? But for some reason there was like a ton of head shops. There was like always a lot of head shops. And so like as a stony teenager, we would just go into all the different shops, like pick up stupid stuff, like wraps or lighter. And just like, it was cool to go in and just, be in a in a shop for something you knew was illegal you know it was just like i don't know this weird like like you get an adrenaline use only you get an adrenaline rush yeah you're not really supposed to be there you know exactly exactly it's so hilarious right but then you'd go into like for all the different ones there were you would almost feel like they were all, all owned by the same person because it was always like this same feeling when you walked in it was like the sleigh bells on the door right that like ring you're like immediately the awful hit incense with like, hit with incense and then there's like an incense display and there's like the multicolored like burlap ponchos right yeah. and then there's like the posters like sublime uh-huh the all the color the the black Rainbow light posters Dead. yep all there and then there's like hookahs as far as the eye can see glass display cases <laughs> packed with pipes packed and then there's like shelves and shelves and shelves of bongs right and then the guy's like oh i got something for you like i got this pink bowl and i'm like i love a pink bowl but like there's like more you know, that I would, I, I'm into more than that, just that. And oh, well, and the only thing, the little female section in the corner, and it's got like polyester thong underwear with like a leaf oh on it. You're God. like, awesome. I was like, dude, that was like always what a head shop was. Like, right? so then as I got older, I was like, there's gotta be a better way. Like nobody, no female wants to walk into this. No, it's uncomfortable, you know? And that's kind of like where I was like, what if like, we did parties at home, like Tupperware parties, and you had accessories and you could pass the accessories around and you could ask questions and you could use them and you could see what, what everything did. Because when I was pregnant and with kids, I was out of the game, right? And when I came back into the game, right, they had the cones, the, all these fancy grinders, all these fancy trays, all this stuff that like did not exist women would be really into this, but they would never walk into one of those head shops and, and go in there and, and buy. And they're probably not even going to go like online because they don't know what they're looking for. But if they could get together with their girlfriends and like all hang out and learn about all these products, I bet they would be so into it. 
And so I was like, if I could fill a line of like products that you could bring to these parties, that would be cool. Like, so that's like where I started to develop the line of like all the products, like the grinders and the trays and the jars. And then when with COVID, that kind of knocked the party idea out. And I was like, all right, let's like, we have to switch it. And that's kind of like right where TikTok fell in. I was kind of already working on high maintenance female and then um, TikTok helped to kind of spread the word. And then realizing after connecting with all the women on TikTok that like, yeah, like no one wants to walk into those head shops. They want to shop the way we shop for like clothes, the way we shop for makeup, the way we shop for Tupperware, the, you know, the way we shop for like seasons for our food. We want to get together with our girlfriends and chat about it and like smoke about it. And, um, and so I was, that's a perfect kind of opportunity and like develop the cannabis line for it. I don't even know how I even got into that. <laughs> no, where we were, but, but um, it was just definitely like a need in the, in the demographic, a very underserved demographic of women. It's a great idea. And I, I honestly buy most of my accessories and stuff for on my cannabis use online. And I've only learned about most of this stuff now because of having, I didn't know half the shit this existed. Like I was a pothead. I still smoked weed every day. There's a it was lot just my, of products. My, my herbal, that's it. You know, and now I brought bombs back into the picture. <laughs> every once in a while we would try some, what is it? Dabs, but. Yeah, we were that (laughs) thing. We can't really. We don't. I want to keep my tolerance manageable. Like I feel like when you start doing dabs pretty often, you your your tolerance has to be like. Think about. I don't know, but does it last longer? I don't know the high, but the thing is, I don't want to be that high when I'm smoking throughout the day. Like I'm just like you want to manage it better. It's just like a little bowl. Yeah, I can't be that high. That's yeah. like party hardy. I know. See, I don't think I've ever really taken a fat dab because I don't know that I've felt fat. So I need to take a fat dab. I have a little nectar <laughs> yeah, collector. Yeah, you do need to take a fat dab. It's nice to do every once in a while. Yes, I definitely I think it's like yeah, party, party just couldn't smoking. Do it every day. Yeah, party smoking. Just like the student glass, you know, the one that you flip and it turns in the water, it fills up with water and then it shoots a smoke oh, yeah. out oh the vape uh the gravity bomb, bomb. Yeah. Like the- yeah the student glass it's like a yeah like a gravity bong that shit mm-hmm. looks awesome but i i can't do that <laughs> that's like party smoking well i mean we could we could i mean i guess we could i mean yeah we, could. we always can so i don't like so i i always tend to stick strictly to flour because Edibles make me really sleepy. They don't really get me like hot, like a, in a high that I would want. They more like just make me really tired. And then like anytime I've ever used oil or or even getting any like concentrate, I just haven't like gotten that same really? chill that I get from flour. I just feel like flour just, and I wonder if that's just different body chemistry is made, you know, just different for different it's people. It's because- or- it's because the concentrate is just THC. It's just straight THC. And when you're smoking flour, you're getting more. You're getting, you know, all the terpenes, the cannabinoids, yeah. the whole flour, the, the entourage effect. So, like, that's why most people enjoy flour 
or more. You can get certain like pens and oils that will like add terpenes to it, but it's still not the natural plant. So to me, it's just, I think for most people, they experience that where they prefer the feeling of the flower, the high of the flower compared to the high of, at least that's how I feel the same way as you. Yeah, I'm definitely flower child. And I know D is too. I am. I is as well. But, I, you know, I love me some edibles. Yeah. I, I actually forgot yeah. I had some of that Binsky oil. And I was about to smoke my uh, the other bong. I'm like, I'm already pretty high. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, I ate some. Duh. All right. And that was our interview with Becky. And you can visit her website. It's www.highmaintenancefemale.com. And uh, follow her on TikTok and Instagram. High Maintenance Female. We thank you for joining us on this episode, our 420 special edition. What? what? Uh, thank you so much to all of our sponsors for believing in us. Yanni Reyes, Destiny Adams, Lauren Hadsel, Jesse Reyes, Christy Rodriguez, April Collins, Terry Grimsley, Shelby Gleckler, and Antibody Apparel. We love you and we hope thank you. Thank you have you. a thank wonderful you. holiday Tuesday, eat your tacos, smoke your weed. And I'm smoking this bowl. Yeah, hell yeah. Smoke it. Okay.